<sighs> What's up, Badger fans? Um, this is a tough one. Uh, this is one of the first times after a game where, like, I feel like it's just a struggle to do the therapy session. But that's what we're here for. Let's talk about it. The Badgers drop, quite frankly, an inexcusable game to the Wolverines. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Badger fans? Thank you for joining us, as always. We've got the therapy session. The Badgers just lost to uh, the Michigan Wolverines, the worst team in the Big Ten. They lost to them on the road in a non-intimidating environment. You you, you see that, that thing pan to the crowd. This was not a, a really tough road environment, not a tough road game. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports book of Locked On. New customers commit $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. And, uh, yeah, this is the therapy session. Hey, Doc, I need to talk about it. My head is going to explode. What the heck just happened? It's the therapy session on Locked On Badgers. All right, Justin, I haven't, I haven't talked to you in a minute. Um, unfortunately, it's not under better circumstances. Yeah. I, I don't feel like doing a player of the game. I know we've been doing those on the therapy session. I'm like, you, if you have one, I I don't feel like this game necessarily merits it. Uh, this was the basketball version of getting waterboarded. Uh, so maybe, a, team. maybe a little extreme. <laughs> uh, <It's>, uh, <laughs> I love Justin bringing the real as always. <laughs> They they are not playing good basketball right now, and it's inconsistent. It feels like you ever when we watch NBA teams play, you see times where it's disjointed and the teams just don't seem cohesive. Like everybody's doing what you'd expect them to do from a skill standpoint, but it it just doesn't feel like the energy there and the the chemistry is working. That's kind of what it feels like right now. We feel like we're just off as a team. And I don't know what to make of that. I mean, some of it links. It, it's pretty clear something's up with Crowell. Either either he's in a, a massive slump or there's an injury. Like you and I were talking about that before we came on. But this is I, – I don't think he has this huge ceiling. But this is a game where he's, he's got to get 12 and 7 or something like that. Yeah. You can't be three points four. and four rebounds. And he's better than that. Listen, Stephen Crow is better than three points and four rebounds. Yeah. He is. We've seen it for years. He is a better player than that. That's why I, I think there's something health-wise. I, I I have no idea. I don't even want to speculate on that because that's not fair. But it, it looks like he's just not fully there. And I, I wonder if it is some type of health thing. I know he bumped knees a while ago. Maybe that's still bothering him. I don't know. I, I don't want to speculate that on because at the end of the day, if you're out there playing, I, you got to play better, right? Like I'm not here to make excuses for this. This – uh, there's a comment in here from John Burns, a uh, good dude. I always appreciate his comments in the chat. He said, yeah, this time if Ryan Rajiv tried to put any type of positive spin on this, this was a puke special. <laughs> there's no positive spin. There's there's no excuses for this one. Like, I, I kind of expected us to lose to Nebraska on the road. Um, Purdue, you lose to Purdue, it's fine. You, you can't, with your kind of backs against the wall, Justin, like you've lost two in a row. Mm-hmm. There should be a, a, a fire lit under you a little bit here. And I'm not saying there wasn't, but – you went on the road and lost to a two and nine Big Ten team. There's no, there's no they're probably worse than that, to be quite honest. Michigan <sighs> is not a good team. This this is a game we should have won comfortably if we came out and played to our talent level. We're not. We're when I and people are getting the wrong idea when I'm saying that this is a 
when I'm when I'm saying from a talent standpoint with this team, the remark I made about skill level, it it feels like guys are going through the motions is more what I'm trying to say. It's like people are doing their duties, but it doesn't seem like there's a a chemistry about them where or a happiness in the way that they're playing. Like this team just seems off right now. And until they get locked back in, and I don't know what it is that's going to bring the fire, but the fire seems to be missing right now. And it seems like I feel like we're getting very close to hitting the point in the season where we hit a crossroads where it's you're going to fall off a cliff and things are just going to spiral or you're going to find a way to toughen up and just start getting back to what you were doing earlier in the season. I don't know if their confidence is shaken that much, but if it is, you got to figure this out because this is a game that you should win eight out of 10 times. Mm-hmm. And you didn't even look good in this game really at any point. You kind of were chasing them the entire game. Yeah. I don't think it's a confidence thing. I I, I personally don't. I, I have no insight on that. I just think this is a veteran enough team where I don't think it's a confidence thing. I, listen, they started the game and you had a, a really bad pass at the top of a key to a layup. You had a, uh, uh, a travel from Stephen Crowell. You had another turnover from Crowell kind of making a bad pass. Does I'm do you think or I'll oh, go ahead. Let me think. Do you, do you think there's a chance that this team is mentally fatigued? Cause the, the play is slot has gotten gradually sloppier as we've gone on. I'm going to be honest. I don't know what the answer is, but I've talked about it before. There's different types of turnovers, right? There's aggressive turnovers when you're in transition, you're pushing mm-hmm. the ball. Like those, as a coach, you don't sit back and say, okay. And then there's turnovers like we saw today, like that last turner from AJ Store. We talked about that before the show. Um, driving in, listen, we're down three. Like that's, there's a minute and a half left. And he just kind of threw the, a lazy pass yeah. back that got intercepted. And those are inexcusable turnovers, mm-hmm. right? And it looks yeah. the same as the turnover that might have got tipped yeah. in an yeah. aggressive turnover. But in the box score, it looks the same, right? It just still counts as one. But that that you can't have massive turnovers like that. Basketball um, is a game of, of angles. And that one, the second he turned, he should have known that that angle wasn't there. Like you're throwing to the top of the key from, from the post. Unless that guy does not have a defender on him, the angle's not going to be there. Like he's yep. going to be able to easily pick that ball off. And Herb said, you know, three turnovers in the first four possessions. We, we've kind of seen that script before, right? Like this is a team – We've seen this script before, too, in sports, Justin, right? If you go on the road against a team you're better than, and Wisconsin is better than Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not close, to be it's quite honest. Not. And you, you let them hang around. You turn the ball over three the first four times, <laughs> and then they kind of build a lead. That's how that team wins. That's how that team upsets you. you got to come out and have a little killer instinct. You know, go up six, go up seven, and then never let them come back. And Wisconsin wasn't able to do that today. It's really frustrating. Um, this is a bad loss for Wisconsin. There's – no oh, 100%. Michigan's nowhere near a play, uh, team that's going to be in the tournament. This is going to be a bad loss on their resume. Mm-hmm. And I, I would not be shocked if they said Michigan had lost five in a row. I wouldn't be shocked if they'd reel off another three or four losses again after this. Like, that's not a team that's that's really playing good basketball. We just made them look good by playing poorly. Give me um, give me something good out of this game, something that you did like. If Or you think – I got one off the top of my head if you want to – Wait on I got it. it. Okay. Chucky being more aggressive offensively in this game, much more aggressive. And actually, I felt like he drove in this game with authority, meaning he had he drove with purpose. It wasn't just I need to go down the lane because it's how it's going to set up a pass to somebody else. 
he actually, for the first time I've seen him this season, maybe even drove. And I'm like, he's not deciding to pass it until it's not there. Yeah, that's, that was mine too. Uh, it was an efficient offensive game for Chucky. Like we, no matter what happens, I understand. And I think Jan had a comment in the, in the chat as well. and said, Oh, maybe Chucky breaking out wasn't the answer. Like you can lose the game and still see good things. Like, this is the version of Chucky that we want. Now, other things, then you got to get more than three points from crowd. You, you can't say that about this, and I'll be on. I'll give. I'll give you a reason why. If Chucky does this going forward, and the rest of the guys start to play better, he makes he. It will wreck a team's defense simply because they will have to be focused on him coming down the lane like that. That is going to open things up for other guys. That's why point guards are so invaluable in, in basketball in general. If you have somebody who can get to the rim or at least get to the like drive it, they're going to cause a ton of of just gravity towards them because you can't afford to let that person get that deep. Mm-hmm. Thomas Miller said no good things. I, I respect it. Listen, I'm never here to tell you how to think or not think after a win or a loss, man. And Thomas is a great dude in the chat. Um, Rajiv had a comment in here. He couldn't make the show, but he said a shambolic performance, completely unacceptable. Sad day for Badger fans. You know, if Rajiv is, is bringing the anger, then the bottom really fell out today. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick break here. I want to come back. I want to talk about AJ Store, who I thought had an interesting game. We got a bunch more comments. Justin, if you see anything super interesting in there, there's a ton in there. I'd love to get to a ton of it. Um, we're gonna take a quick break for friends of the show over at FanDuel. And listen, I I've talked to Justin about this before. Justin likes money. I like money. We all like money. We all like money. Go over to our friends at FanDuel. Uh, new customers with a $5 bet get $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose, to get whatever you want with, right? Like, use that money, put it on some good bets, futures, parlay spreads, teasers, and stock up on some Badger gear for the upcoming football season. Get you a Tyler Van Dyke autographed helmet. All that is possible with money. You can earn some of that money on FanDuel by making smart bets. Please do it responsibly. FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Uh, great friends of the show, plus every sport you can think of college basketball, NBA, uh, baseball is going to be starting up before we know it. Super Bowl is coming up, obviously. Tons of fun to bet on all of those things. FanDuel is fast, simple, easy to use. The payouts are incredibly fast. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's the easiest, quickest way to bet. That's what we do on the Locked On Network. So go check that out. Justin, like, I'm still, man, like, this one's got me in my feels. You're like me, dude. When when you see bad basketball, or me, when I see a team play below their, like, lose to a team that they're better than, nothing makes me angrier. Like, I can lose, like, I will be infinitely less angry at losing to Ohio State in football than I will losing to Minnesota or mm. Northwestern or whoever that I view us as a better football team, a more talented team than normally. And it's like you you drop the ball here. This you this is a game you should handle if you do what you're supposed to do. You can do that against Ohio State and still lose. If you do it no. against Minnesota or Northwestern in football, you win that game. In basketball, if you play your game against this version of Michigan, you probably win by 12, maybe even 15. You didn't do it. Like they're they're not playing good basketball right now. No, the turnovers better. have been a bigger problem over the last three or four weeks, and it seems like they just don't value the ball. It doesn't seem like – somebody made a comment here about body language, and I, I actually agree with that. I've seen a lot of guys reacting to the referees lately way more 
like adamantly than what we've seen recently. And it's like, you guys are clearly getting irritated and, and frustrated with what everything that's going on. Uh, Klezmet was doing a lot of it tonight. And I don't, I don't think that he's playing necessarily poorly, but I'm not used to seeing these guys be really, really super adamant about fouls and stuff like that. And it's become more of a thing. It's pretty clear that not, things aren't going right. And it's kind of just building in there. They're just getting frustrated from it. Feels like that's not good. You got to find something. You got to have something good happen to you. Feels like it's pressing maybe just a little bit. I, yeah. I would say yes. You had that second half collapse and it's just kind of rolled forward. You, you mm-hmm. really punched with – I thought the energy level was great at Purdue. We've talked about that, but you didn't quite get it done. And then you rolled in. Listen, there is human nature at play here. It could right? be an emotional letdown game. You have a big second half letdown against Nebraska. You go home for an enormous game and you play really hard and come up just a little bit short against a really physical Purdue game. And then you go on the road to a bad Michigan team. I'm, I'm not making it – And a bad I'm, environment. Yes. I want to be super clear, though. I'm not making excuses. No. But sometimes – It wasn't acceptable. It's not good enough, but you can see where maybe they – I think maybe they took them a little lightly, and it's just not – it's not good enough. Well, and I, I think would, if this had been a better atmosphere, I actually think it would have helped them. Yeah, I do too. Because when you, when it's loud and raucous and, te- and it feels like the fans are attacking you, guys tend to band together a little bit more. When it's just a dead environment, it's hard to get up for that. Like, oh. you have to create your own energy. How annoying is it, by the way, that like we 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 might have given Jawan Howard a bit of a shot in the arm to help save his job? That dude's such a yeah. He's the I tool said of all tools in college basketball. Uh, Paul Steppen Pole says, "Can't wait to hear Ryan talk about how great guard is as a coach." Listen, I'm I'm always here. Um, the takes I I don't run from any of it as long as people are respectful. I put all the comments up. I think he is a I, I hesitate because I've never he's I think he's a really good coach, and one game doesn't change that for me, but. Real talk, this is not a good loss, and there's no excuses, and mm-hmm. he needs to be better. Um, it's as simple as, like, there, there's no – this is a bad loss, and that's on Greg Gard, and that's on this team. I, there are – let me say this. Like, Greg Gard's not missing layups. Greg Gard isn't throwing mm-hmm. the ball away. Greg Gard's not shooting 25% from three. Like, at some point, players just do have to make plays, and Greg Gard's got to be better, too. I'm sure you'd say that. But there were a lot of just missed shots in this game. There were missed layups in the first half. There was almost no made threes until the end of the second half. There was ridiculous turnovers. Like, we know great guard stresses turnovers. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to start having issues with guard, it may be that he is kind of inflexible and he'll he'll continue to play. When when guys aren't playing well, He does. he's not a big fan of changing things up. And I don't love that part of him. Like, if somebody doesn't have it that night, then don't force it. Like, I don't like playing with the mindset of this person's clearly just not locked in. And we'll just, hopefully it comes together at some point. In my opinion, if that's the case, you put somebody else in. Like, there are guys, I'll take my chances with someone like Ilver maybe bringing energy. Because there's a chance that he sparks everybody else. It's the same thing with with Connor in a game like this. You're, You're missing a spark. Get somebody out there who clearly would love to get out there and play. I think we'd agree Connor's going to bring energy simply because he wants as many minutes as possible. So if he gets out on the court, maybe he gets hot and starts hitting a couple shots and everybody else starts getting that energy boost from him. Yeah, The rotations drive me nuts a little bit with him because he is super strict with them. And it's like good coaches realize when their guys don't have it and adjust. 
And you've got to find a way, whether that's getting on them to, to rile them up or it's flat out showing them, hey, if you're not going to bring it, I'll get somebody else in there who's going to give me effort. Yeah, the rotations at times bother me a little bit too. I, I mentioned this in the Discord uh, for anyone that was in the chat, but I, I feel like it's tough for Connor because he plays so inconsistently at this point. And listen, some of that is from the early season start. Like he, he had a hard time playing defense, and quite frankly, he's in shot really well this year. But yeah, so nobody else is playing great defense right now either. 100%, right? Uh, but I feel like now when Connor realizes he doesn't get a lot of burn, he feels the need to take every shot. There's so much pressure riding on every shot that it's almost, you've almost created an impossible situation for him to succeed in because he feels like he almost feels like every time he has a sliver of room at the three point line, he has to shoot it now. And if he doesn't make it, it's like in three minutes, you're coming off almost. It's, I think that's a really tough spot for a sophomore, a true sophomore to be in. Um, uh, let me pull some of the more of these comments here. We got a bunch of them. Uh, David Valeski says, we aren't better than a team you you lose to. So basically stop saying you're better than Nebraska um, you, or than Michigan. You lost to them. The better teams don't always – I would push back I mean, on that. No, I, I disagree with that. I mean, you can look at – if a team goes 13-3 and three and they lose to a team that's 6-10, and 10, does that mean that the 6-10 and 10 team was better? They're not a better team. They had a better day. Like Michigan was better than us today, but we gave them a lot of their, their energy. Yeah. We, we played poor basketball and allowed them to get confident. We did the same thing against Nebraska. Quite honestly, if we play better and lock down the second half and just do the hustle things in that game, we win that game by double digits. We didn't do it. We got sloppy. We went out there thinking that, Hey, we're, we can't do, we can do no wrong on offense. And what happened? We ended up turning the ball over like crazy. Their defense came to really play in the second half, and we wilted. What's What's your thoughts on this being a, a lull in the season? Uh, someone had mentioned the dog days of basketball. Vice, maybe we were playing over our heads earlier in the year. This is, and now now we're playing under our heads. And the truth is somewhere in the middle. I don't think statistically we really were though. It's not like we were shooting lights out earlier in the season. We were rebounding a heck of a lot better. Mm-hmm. I think that. What we're seeing, and I think this team is just tired right now, honestly, because the effort things are what seem to be lacking in my perspective, mentally fatigued and a little bit physically where it's just like rebounding is hard. Nobody enjoys rebounding unless you're Dennis Rodman, maybe Charles Barkley. Those dudes. Those two dudes wanted every rebound just because they want to take your manhood. We don't have anybody that's out there that's just a gifted rebounder. So it's always effort. And I don't think that the effort's been there lately. I mean, we saw it against Purdue. We got absolutely abused on the re- in rebounding in that game. And I don't think we were overly dominant against Nebraska either. And we were a dominant rebounding team to start the year. We've we've kind of come back to the pack. You do wonder if the legs are maybe a little tired. Like, that's going to affect shooting. You've seen the three-point percentages really, really kind of drop off a cliff the last couple games. All right, we're going to take one more quick break. Um, a bunch more to talk about. I want to talk about AJ Store and get more of your thoughts in here. Store had a really interesting game to me. I want to talk about that next and pick Justin's brain on anything else he's got. Uh, but first, we're going to talk about game time, our good friends over at game time. Um, if you if you want to do any type of event, uh, you want to go to any type of entertainment, concerts, theater, sports, you have to go to game time. Like you have to. It is the ultimate collection of sporting tickets at the best price. Is <laughs> to get selection. Um, you don't have to plan. You don't have to go in and shop anywhere. You can just sit in your house, nice and comfortable. Wait till the last minute. Get flash deal, flash deals 
uh, flash sales. The logistics are incredibly easy. You get pictures of your seats before you buy them. So you know exactly what that view is going to look like, whatever that view is. I mean, if you're looking at Brewers tickets coming up, whatever it is, baseball around the corner, go to game time. Use code locked on for $20 off. You download the app, create the account, use code locked on for $20 off. And you're saving money and you're already having the easiest ticket buying experience on the marketplace. There's a reason we do it. Go to game time, use code locked on for $20 off, whatever type of event you want to get to. Um, just, I want to start here. I'm, and I'm curious if you guys are in the chat too. I want to start with AJ store. I think like, it's such a weird game to me, right? Cause I saw people when we were chatting in the discord. People are frustrated by some of the threes. People are frustrated by that last, that last turnover. And then you look up and he's got 20 points on seven to 14 shooting. Like he he had five five free throws, like yeah. So again, it's one of those games where it's a bit polarizing. People are going to be frustrated by aspects of it, but I I got to take a step back and be like, he was the guy really getting pressure on the rim. He got five free throws, hit all of them, and he shot fifty percent and scored twenty points. Like that's a winning effort from a wing scorer. I think the issue is is that there's nobody else that really stepped up to to hide it. So I think the spotlight on store right now is huge. Mm-hmm. There's nobody else. It's not like, you know, a couple of weeks ago when Klezman was just going nuclear, where Stork could just kind of do his thing. He is the spotlight right now. Everyone is watching him, looking for him to be perfect to carry us. And so what's happening is every little thing that he does wrong gets pointed out. He's still a true sophomore. Yeah. Like this is a guy who is still learning his way. And quite honestly, I'm not sure how good the coaching was at St. John's. Like this is a guy that's that is probably getting his first real in-depth development this year. So I expected there to be a learning curve with him. I expected him to to look good throughout the season. He's been better than we expected. He's going to probably end the season at 17 18 points a game, I bet you. He's already at what 16 plus. So he's yeah. climbing as the season goes on. I think what we need to to relax with a little bit here is just realize there's other people that are playing a lot worse than him. Like that have less on their plate and are not yeah. doing the little things. Like the goat in this game to me was Crowell. He, he was not good. I look at it. Our two big men in this game had a total of eight rebounds between the two of them. That's not good enough. Yeah, I agree. Well, at least the wall was aggressive. offensively. Yes. Uh, yeah. He was still, he was still good, but we need more from the, from the rebounding aspect, the, the hustle things, are the things that really were are, are a problem right now. MJ Bucky said, I accepted the Nebraska loss. I was at Purdue, great energy. They are good, whatever. But Michigan, three question marks. Yeah, um, I, I agree. I, I think the store, there people, it's an easy target because he has the ball in his hand so much. Every, exactly like you said, there's a huge spotlight there. If you shoot 50% and you get 20 points on the road, I'm sorry. Like you take it, that. It was fairly day. efficient too. 20 yeah. points on 14 shots. I'll take that. You take that every single day, every single day. David Velasquez just trolling in the comments. Now I'm tired of this excuse-filled analysis. We're not making any excuses. No. There's no excuses. <laughs> We've said numerous times in this game that this was not good enough and that this Stop. is an unacceptable loss. Stop trolling, dude. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm salty. I hate – this is this stinks. John Berger says, AJ had 20 points, three rebounds. Every team in the country wants that from a player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um what else? What else is rattling around in your brain, Justin? Honestly, I think that they just need to get back to just you need to get build off the things that you can control: good defense and rebounding. And the effort, if like if your effort level is there, 
we could be worse offensively than we've been this season and be a better team. Like we actually, we were, we were more dominant earlier in the season when our offensive efficiency rating was still really good, but was not where, where it's been over the last how long. Now it's starting to falter a little bit because the hustle stuff's not there. Part of what was driving our offensive efficiency was the fact we were really doing well on the offensive boards and we were very aggressive on the defensive board. So we were taking away a lot of opportunities and we were getting ourselves second chances to score. And we're not doing a lot of that stuff right now well. And maybe yeah. maybe teams have made a concerted effort to keep us off the off rebounding, but it's just been tough. Can I just throw out something that people in chat probably aren't going to necessarily love? Um, sometimes you just don't shoot well, too. Like, there's shots in this game. Like, we shot 26% from three. Earlier in the year, we're shooting 35 to 40% from three mm-hmm. in a game. Like I, I hate to be overly simplistic and it's not that I, simplistic, but there's shots in we this were game. consistent earlier though. Like I feel like I don't I don't look at three point shooting with this team as something I expect. It's a it's a bonus if we get it, but we were winning games by double digits earlier in the season where we were shooting three for eleven or whatever from three. Now the the number of attempts has gone way up. So which I would is say telling to me. Yeah, I would I would say inconsistent and that's one of the things I said earlier in the year. I think this team's gonna be an inconsistent three point shooter, but we've had spurts where we shot it much better than this. And now yeah. we resorted into stretches where three or four times in a row down. I think the, we're settling uh, a lot more offensively shots. Yeah, I agree. Like even that last possession, right. And I don't put that last possession on Chucky where we got the three at the top of the key. Like the first drive, it was Tyler wall who drove him, got walled off. He kicked it to Klesman or maybe vice versa. Chucky Eppern was the third guy in that possession that got mm-hmm. the ball with like 10 seconds left. Like there's Have not you our free throws over the last few weeks. I would be willing to guess that they've, substantially dropped off uh we hit 68 percent today not not percentage i'm, I'm talking got, attempts probably what are, we, what are we at for attempts i know we said that uh score was five for five yeah we had 19 today okay so that's JK not terrible says remember how deep we used to be jk if you know this show you know i never said we were that deep <laughs> um we yeah if we're borderline 70 percent. that's not a terrible free throw shooting day, game but it could be better I mean, we've been in the mid-70s normally, but that's, in the grand scheme of things, that's like one miss. That's, you know, really putting a dent in us. Um, here's a good comment here uh, from Tyler Streber. He, those those scoring drops that we had last year, we're starting to see a couple of them this year. Uh, he said non-conference schedule had me thinking they solved the problem. He says, I guess not. The one thing I would say, and then Justin, I want to kick it to you. I want, I'm not, I don't think this is necessarily the team we are either. Like maybe, maybe we, it was, maybe we were a little, playing over our heads earlier. This is a better Badger team than you saw today. I, I promise you that. This team is better. Oh, it definitely that. is. Um, so I'll say this. Do you think there's any chance that maybe this team is just getting run down, given the uh, the non-conference schedule that we decided to put together this year? That was not an easy non-conference schedule, and then you're jumping into Big Ten play. Maybe they're just wearing down at this point. I don't know. I I, I don't love that. I mean, I, I think it's an interesting perspective. And we did have a really hard schedule. I think per Ken Palm, it's the third hardest in the country. I think the last I looked, it's top five at least. Mm-hmm. But every team plays non-conference. Every team has, I don't know. I I I don't feel like it's that. I feel like the Kamari McGee injury thing. Hurt That's not bit. helping for sure. Like we haven't found a way to really work around that. And it feels like guards way of working around that is, well, we're just not going to play that reserve anymore. Mitch nailed. So we're not. We're not filling that slot. 
Yeah, Mitch nailed kind of where I'm at. Maybe mentally run down, but not physically. I, I I think I could see that more as a possibility. Um, for whatever reason, they're just in a bit of a funk, and sometimes it takes a spark, like you said, to get out and of if that. It, if it's a mental thing, then to me, it's just simplify it. Mm-hmm. Just simplify it with the guys and be like, listen, focus on the things we can c- control. You know, rebounding, playing good defense. The offense will come. Yeah. All right, I think we'll wrap it there. Um, I. It stinks. I, I mean, this is a tough loss, and there's there's no excuse for it. You can't go on the road and drop a, a game to a team like Michigan that's last in the Big Ten. It doesn't mean the team can't bounce back. It doesn't mean it's time to throw in the towel. Like, I think this team – this team is still going to the tournament. I saw a comment in here that said, I, this team yeah. will be lucky to get to March. This team is – they're fine. They got to they turn are, around. They're going to make it – I mean, they're borderline a lock now already with just the wins that they have. Yeah. Unless they lose out, they're, they're fine. Um I, I don't think that this is looking more like a six or seven seed, probably, in my opinion, the way we're heading right now. There's going to be a couple more losses, yeah, without a doubt. So there's a there's a solid chance we go into the tournament like 21 and 10. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. It's not what we were hoping for earlier in the season. You hope that the team can kind of get it back together. I think that this may be a team that you might want to not necessarily have a huge deep run in the Big Ten tournament because I'm not sure what type of impact that has on them going into the, the NCAAs, unless they get really hot. Maybe if you play really well, it's worth it that you're locked in and you feel better going into the, the tournament on a hot streak. But you know how I feel about that thing, though. I, I hate the Big Ten tournament. Like, I, would, I don't I like would, how many games in a row it is. Like We talk about two back-to-back, like one day of rest in between in the, in the NCAAs. Playing like three games in a row – the week before that to me is that's a lot. Yeah. I'd say this too. And maybe I'll finish here. And I think you're right on that. I don't, I don't think it's a team that would benefit from a deep run in the big 10 tournament. I think that's a very salient point. Um, I I'm curious. I'm super interested to see how they come out against Rutgers on the road. Cause this, mm-hmm. this is, this is, this could, you could very easily. And someone brought this up in the discord. One of our, our final four run teams lost five or six at one point or four or five. I forget exactly. Mm-hmm. Like teams do occasionally have a lull in the middle of the season. Yeah. That's we had it in the 2013-2014 team. Yep, it happens. Now, I'm not saying again it should happen, but it it happens, guys. Can they turn it around? And this game against Rutgers on the road, that's another game you should win. Um, turn it around. Like that's a huge game at this point. You can't lose four in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh any any last conference. Uh, Brian Axis says I am with Ryan. Who cares about the Big Ten tournament? There was a comment up here from uh I forget who he said. Let's let's go for two. Will Hannah says, let's go for another two hours. I can't. Well, I, I cannot. I don't think either one of us has the energy for that. Not If we had won, maybe. If we had, had to come back, I can't go for another two hours. Um, Justin, any last thought? Anything we didn't get to that? Yeah, we're like a month and a half away from football. So we'll have spring practice. <laughs> yeah. Um, there should be a really, really quick on football. There should be a really fun guest tomorrow that – can speak a little bit about um, where some of these players are physically. Uh, anyway, I'll wrap it there, Justin. Thank it's you as always. Podiatrist. Yeah, uh, that's going to be a fun one, guys and gals. Uh, so thank you, everybody, for tuning in. You you are all amazing. Thank you for helping us build this community. Justin, as always, thank you. He's over at the Bucky Report. Uh, follow him on Twitter. Great recruiting nuggets. Uh, definitely check out the work he's getting, he's doing. Um, sucks. It sucks to lose, but we'll be here again tomorrow.